your mind, you think that the only way to motivate yourself is to come down hard on yourself, there is a softer way. You're not born with harshness within you. You're not born with the inner judge. You learn the inner judge. Hi guys, what's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk. As I promised last week in the last Coffee Talk podcast episode, I wanna host a space, I wanna host a conversation talking about mothering your inner child or just mothering yourself at large. There's a couple different titles I feel like I could go for with this conversation taking general care of yourself or when you've struggled to take care of yourself or coming back to nourishing and taking care of yourself. All of these things are really under the same umbrella energetically of the message that I really wanna hit home today and it's recreating that connection to unconditional love for yourself. And through that unconditional love for yourself, you will stop holding on to your flaws or like hyper-focusing on your flaws or even thinking that they're flaws to begin with, you'll stop trying to improve on yourself, I, at least I hope from a place of feeling like you're not good enough or from lack or from like inner bullying or you know when sometimes in your mind you think that the only way to motivate yourself is to come down hard on yourself, there is a softer way and I think that again coming from a motherly love for your inner child or just a motherly love for yourself is the way to do that, is the way to go through growth without having to be hard on yourself. There's a little section of this conversation where we could get into about really giving yourself what you needed as a child. And yes, you cannot go back in time. There's no changing what already happened. Our past is our past. It lives where it does. But at the same time, there is something to be said as we move forward. And if we were to think of time being a relative thing, there's no scientific proof that that version of you in time could be happening through a wormhole right now in another dimension. And so by giving yourself the love or the things that you feel like you didn't get growing up and doing and choosing to do so now as an adult, you can heal a part of yourself and if that verbiage doesn't really call to you then you can have fun again with life you know you can let go of all of the shame or all of these walls or all of these mechanisms that we use to keep ourselves safe that make us feel crazy in the modern age and just have fun and let loose and find your inner peace wherever you are on the planet whatever your lifestyle looks like i'm gonna speak from a little bit of maternal energy today and I, again i just want to make that disclaimer i hope it doesn't shine anyone away i hope that you can stay open-minded while i try and describe things through my experience of becoming a mom especially for those of you guys that are like i don't want to be a mom so i don't really want that energy i'm not gonna give that conversation from a place of thinking that you need to be a mom to experience this it's more so having gone through that experience myself i want to explain it from that point of view because it's helped me learn to love myself again from a whole new perspective. And it's that innocence that only loving an inner child or loving a child can really bring you. So that's why I wanna bring it back to connecting to your inner child. So you can regain that innocence, so you can drop away whatever makes you feel like it's justified to not like yourself, not love yourself, not care for yourself, not feel good enough, whatever that is, right? Okay, that's the goal today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Let me explain to you what I mean when I use the word inner child. It is that version of yourself that is always within yourself that is collected of the memories and experiences that you had under the age of like, I mean, some say seven, some say 12 to 13. I mean, basically before puberty. And I mean, you could also include the childlike version of yourself that did go through puberty. You can also include your teenage self. We all have an inner version of all of these things because we've gone through that year, we've gone through that experience. It's a layer underneath us and not physically, of course, but I don't wanna use the word spiritually here because again, I know that that can turn some people off. It is a word that I would use to explain it, but it doesn't have to be spiritual. It can be just as, point blank and practical as the parts of your brain that are wired with the memories, the parts of your body that remember the experiences from getting that knot in your stomach. And you think about things you did as a kid that made you nervous or embarrass yourself to getting butterflies in your stomach when you think about things that made you happy and full of joy to the comfort that you get in your body when you eat a favorite nostalgic snack or you watch a show you used to love as a kid. That is still within you. Otherwise, we wouldn't have those visceral responses to those things. So whether you want to call that spiritual or you want to call it physical or whatever you want to call it really doesn't matter we all have that experience because we've all been kids and symbolically you could also look at your inner child as the part of you that feels those unbound expressions of joy or curiosity or open-mindedness or creativity or imagination I feel like that's one of the biggest ones that we tend to lose touch with as we grow into adulthood is that sense of imagination of being able to imagine a different world or imagine a different perspective that part is really cool when you do retouch back in with your imagination because that opens up a whole new world of what you can create and make possible for yourself and in your life yes it sounds a little woo-woo or like what's the trending word people are calling it now the lulu but imagination is meant to be delusional it's not meant to be something that is necessarily practical but it can also create that creative energy within yourself which can then again just like coming from that inner child bring about experiences or what feels like magic on the planet it really is playing with that inner child it can be our playfulness it can be our forgetfulness even it can be our innocence and then obviously just like anything at all in life or in this experience, at least in the one that we know thus far, there's always polarity to everything. So in the polarity of your inner child, there are also, what's the right word to describe it? I don't wanna call it dark, but like heavier feelings of what it was like to be a child too. Maybe it was fear, maybe it was abandonment, if you went through any kind of trauma. It could be irrational fears, it could be just negative experiences you had as a kid, of angers you had as a kid, like repressed emotions, all of those things can be part of it. I mean, bullying, feeling outcast, feeling unwelcome, you name it. All of these experiences, whatever you did experience as a kid, all of those things can be part of that inner child. So why is it important to connect with this part of ourselves? When we reject our inner child or we, for whatever reason, grow into adults that forget we ever were a child. Every time you reject yourself in the present, every time you reject yourself for who you are today, you're rejecting them. And that little version of you in that face of rejection needs somebody to come in in that moment. And hopefully your parents did, but for many of us, they didn't. So this is why it's important to learn how to love yourself or mother yourself in today's day and age, however old you are now, it doesn't matter going back into that energy 
giving yourself what maybe wasn't given to you, even though it should have been. I mean, that's the human experience, you know? I would love to see a world where everybody does get that maternal love and that maternal energy, and that's definitely my goal as a parent. However, it's just definitely not the case. And whether it was from a mom or just from a parent or an authority figure, or just someone that you needed to love or attach to or feel a bond with or a connection with, you can feel it or heal it with yourself now by going back to that version of you that may have felt rejected, that may have felt not good enough or hurt or abandoned and giving yourself what you needed then. To do that, you have to feel unconditional love for yourself, which can be a hard thing to do, especially in a conditioned society that is constantly highlighting all of our flaws and our fears and our insecurities in order to make us consumers or to make us customers. Like, I get the complexity of this. My phone's dying, by the way, with, which is, this is where my notes are if you're wondering why I keep reaching over here. But the reason why it's important to connect to our inner child and then to even as corny as it might sound, like spend time with your inner child. And that doesn't need to be as romantic as it sounds. Like you spend time with your inner child every time you play, every time that you get lost in a feeling of joy or curiosity, or each time that we catch ourselves rejecting ourselves or letting society reject us or make us feel that energy of rejection and we stop it in its tracks and we replace that feeling with unconditional maternal love for ourselves, or you can name it or make it anything you want, but just any kind of energy that allows you to actually feel whole and fully accepting of yourself. And if you can even expand that energy further and realize again in the moments that those things happen, bring that consciousness to, holy shit, I'm fully whole, fully worthy. And not only that, this is such an amazing experience to even be here, to even be having this in front of me. Like that is the healing antidote to that. And I think that one of the important steps to getting there is maternally loving your yourself and to maternally love yourself is so much easier when you're looking at it from the place of your younger self your inner child to mother your inner child is to greet yourself and to greet all the parts of you including that inner child with the same love with the same nurturing the same acceptance the same unconditional openness that you would if it was your own child or if it was your younger self pull out pictures of yourself when you were little and just imagine like see if you can get back to remembering what that picture felt like how old you were like what age that was if you can get a general sense of that part of you that still exists within you and then if you can because sometimes it can be heavy too i don't i don't know i know for me that this was heavy when i went through some of the darker parts of my childhood but my childhood also had happy parts but going back to the places that did feel heavier and sitting with that version of myself and then furthermore loving that version of myself or giving it whatever it needed whether it was encouragement or understanding or just love or really just attention just presence just being with that version of myself and then not only that giving it that feeling of like you know what little you like you're cool i would have hung out with you little you was looking at older you and it's just like oh my god i'm so cool i want to hang out with older me and then that heal it's healing it's about responding to your own emotional needs whether it is the emotional needs of the younger self or doing it through the perspective of the younger self because that can allow us to sometimes take all the expectation that we have off of fellow adults or fellow peers. Like you wouldn't expect a child to have it figured out and if nobody as a child helped you figure it out, then you're really just a child walking around in adult clothing. Even just letting yourself feel the brighter emotions, letting yourself feel safe in your joy, safe in your happiness, safe in your peace. Doing so from a place of understanding, doing so from a place of holding space for yourself, you release all of that judgment. You release all of the internalized harshness that came from the outside. You're not born with harshness within you. You're not born with the inner judge. You learn the inner judge. And most of the time, unfortunately, 
from the time we're children, we download the inner judge through shame. So basically any experience that you had under that age of seven, especially that made you feel shame, that made you feel like an outcast or not good enough or unworthy or whatever it was, like confused, meeting yourself where you are and then feeling those feelings can help you reject the inner judge. We all have it because we grew up in society and we were shamed in one way or another or told we were bad or wrong or embarrassed in one way or another. Those things embed themselves deep within us. And those things become our blocks in this chapter of life. You can be so blocked that you actually are, like you're fully in, in full rejection of yourself. Maybe you're only half and half, maybe only sometimes. Maybe it's just certain things that create certain energies or feelings for you that then bring about a period of time of rejecting yourself. Again, if we wanted to speak more practically, it could be our cycling hormones that sometimes we just have the right chemistry going in our brains to make us feel happy versus the not right chemistry at other times in the month that just make us suddenly look at everything through the inner judge. All of these things come into play here. I mean, realistically, every single conversation we have is all about just like building or sharpening another tool or another perspective to take as a tool into learning a loophole out of getting caught within our own egoic web and get back to the living of life, right? The enjoyment of life. And so this is just another one, maternal love for yourself, taking care of yourself. What does that energy look like to you or feel like to you? Imagine greeting yourself with warm energy, with care, with encouraging yourself. Whenever you catch yourself feeling like I'm not good enough for this or I shouldn't do this or holding yourself back, like what would you say if you were mothering yourself or if it was actually your own child, if you can imagine that or if you do have children, like what would you say to your little kid? You would be like, you absolutely can. You are so equipped. You are so amazing. You are so worthy solely just for existing. Like why not? Why don't you? It's not a matter of whether or not you actually succeed or fail. It's all about just going for it anyway, because that's the whole reason you're here is to experience this life, is to go through these, all of these vast feelings and expressions and experiences. You would only see the good and not forsake the bad. You know, everybody is also flawed. But when you think about, again, loving a child, you hold space for their flaws with understanding. Like, why is that happening? Why is that there? Or going through my own experience, I can't see flaws, you know? You don't see it, you just unconditionally love that person, that being, and you deserve it too. And giving it to yourself, coming back to looking at the little kid you, like you aren't flawed, there's nothing wrong with you. Anything that makes you think you are needs to be the part that you reject the most and the harshest. Like, So speaking on a more practical level, like how do we actually do that? It can happen in the split of a second, in, in the shift of perspective, when you create a new paradigm for yourself, you're immediately in that energy and then everything you do from that space and from that perspective comes through that energy. However, there are definitely some more practical things that you could do and practical steps you can take. When I think about, again, becoming a mom myself, there are certain things that just become your responsibility. Part of it being, I mean, assessing the needs of my kid and then meeting those needs, assessing what's wrong and then again greeting it with understanding and then trying to find that solution, encouraging and embracing that like that urge to keep going to to try something new or to learn something new. And then also, I mean, just the day-to-day -day responsibilities, making sure that my baby is fed, making sure that my baby's sleeping well, making sure that my baby has what he needs to play and enjoy life and then also making sure he has what he needs like for bath time or like just the regular day-to-day, -day, safety reasons, anything of the sort. So think about that through the new lens of, of mothering your own self. Like 
Are you making sure that you are well nourished? Are you making sure that you're getting the right sleep? Basically balancing your needs and balancing your wants and balancing your growth while also balancing your rest. And yes, it's a hard thing to do. I definitely can empathize with that. I'm also always trying to find the balance myself. And then again, to anybody out there that is a mom, I can understand the double, the double load of trying to find your own personal balance while also balancing the needs of somebody that is fully reliant on you. However, that's part of that expression of love for yourself is like giving yourself also the grace and the space to let yourself figure it out. You don't go to a podcast episode or find something online or read something in a book and then instantly get it and walk away with it. It's all about growing that muscle and coming back to it again and again and picture a child failing, your own child or your own inner child failing. It's it's not about whether or not they got it wrong or they fell down. It's like you encourage that kid to get back up and to try again because you know that getting it wrong once doesn't mean getting it wrong indefinitely. And the whole point is to get back up and keep going and keep going and keep going. So that's what we keep talking about here. That's what we keep doing here is hosting these conversations that'll hopefully, hopefully get you feeling the encouragement to get up and keep going, to find a new way to look at the world, to find a new way to love yourself, to find a new way to take care of yourself. Think about the ways that you on a constant daily basis rehearse the thought in your mind that says, oh, that was too much or I'm being too much. I do this constantly. I do this now. I'm doing it now in my own podcast or I'm getting self-conscious of like, oh, am I being too weird? Or, oh, am I making this like too spiritual? Or am I talking too much or whatever it is? Like these are internalized parts of society that made me feel that way. And that's not to not take responsibility for accepting and agreeing with it enough that it holds me back and controls me at times. It's more so like I can take responsibility for the fact that this is now a part of me. This is the way that I work, the way that I run, the way that my brain sometimes is, the way that I judge myself. And so I can't instantly shut it off. But again, I can greet myself with the understanding and the space to think like, no, actually I'm gonna antidote that with just like relax, be yourself, have fun. That's the whole point, right? And a lot of the times those feelings of too much or not enough are coming from times where we realize either through the words of somebody else or even just through our own self-reflection that we weren't fitting a conventional mold. So me talking too much, that comes from feeling like I live in a world where I feel like emotions aren't necessarily valued. I post content online where I feel like a lot of the times it's cooler to be more, more vague and more, you know, like to not really get down into the hearts of things. And that's not me saying that I think other people necessarily should. It's just me getting self-conscious. However, it's in my belief that each time you don't fit a conventional mold or you reject the urge to need to fit that conventional mold, you're reaffirming yourself. That is where the journey of self-love really is. That is where real true healing really is. I just read, if anybody's been using threads, I love it. I downloaded threads this week and I don't know who this person is because threads is pure chaos and sometimes it just shows you random people's threads, but I saw someone say something along the lines of like, true confidence is coming from a place of presence versus fake confidence or forced confidence is coming from a place of this underlying message of look at me. And I think that that can also go for feeling firm in who you are and feeling comfortable in who you are. That really does come from a sense of presence with yourself. And that's even presence in the parts that are uncomfortable in life. Because again, that's just human. Like you will rarely find somebody that goes through life that doesn't feel self-conscious or uncomfortable. Again, because that's part of the construct of growing up in a society is that you're not gonna fit a conventional mold. It's, it's built into our existence. 
So you're going to internalize things, but it's more so can you stay present with yourself as you do? Can you bring yourself through that presence, openness, space, room, understanding, rather than closing in on yourself and rejecting yourself or in a way, I mean, it's abandoning yourself each time you do. Like, can you really stay rooted within who you are, even as you go through the uncomfortable feelings of not feeling good enough, of not feeling or feeling too much? Through that sensitivity, it's not a weakness, it's a strength. The world can sometimes make you think that it's a weakness to have to hold the space or to have to feel things so deeply or to go through things so deeply or think about things so deeply. And trust me, I get that, but it's not. It's a strength. And that's not equating anybody that wouldn't go through life that way or feel things that deeply as not being strong either. Like we all have our strengths and weaknesses, but this is specifically for those of you out there that do go that deep with things, that need or feel that deeply into things. Like that is part of your strength. And if you can, again, equip or get a harness on that strength and sharpen it and use that strength, like you were born and bred with that inherent ability to feel things deeply, to contemplate things deeply. And so if you open yourself up to that and you encourage those parts of yourself, those strengths within yourself, the sensitivity within yourself, again, you just become a brighter version of who you are, which is only gonna build upon the essential parts of your experience while you live on this planet. So it's encouraging to reconnect with these parts of ourselves, these aspects of ourselves. It's encouraging to want to take care of yourself. And it's not selfish, it's not self-centered. So don't be afraid to show up for yourself. Don't shrink, don't minimize yourself. Encourage yourself and allow yourself to look at your own presence, look at who you are through that maternal lens. And there's something to be said when you're taking care of yourself too, about having fun with it. like. I know that I keep bringing it back to this, and this is why I made that disclaimer, but it's mostly because a lot of this talk is coming through my own reflections of becoming a mom myself. Like, when I go to dress my son every day, I do it from a place of wanting him to look cute. I want him to, I mean, again, as he gets older and he wants to express his own style, I will totally encourage that. But up until this point, it's like, I'm choosing his clothes. I'm very much kind of his soul leader right now in the decisions that he obviously cannot make for himself. So as I do that and doing so from that maternal point of view, it's like, I want him to have a very nice bubble bath. I want him to have a very nice soothing experience as he falls asleep, to feel relaxed in his body. I want him to eat really good, nourishing, healthy foods. I want him to have fun. I want him to do things that make him curious and play. I need to want those things for myself too. And I'm learning how to want those things for myself through that perspective because it makes it a lot easier to do that looking at it from the space of a little human. And when I think about the little human me, like she deserved those things. And little human me is grown into this version of me and so why don't I also deserve those things? We all deserve those things. To take good care of ourselves, to wear the clothes that make us feel cute and to feel happy and to eat the good food and to just have fun and stay curious and allow ourselves to play and allow ourselves to learn new things. and just really, again, softly beam in that essence of who we are here to be on this planet and to not get lost in the sauce of all of the internalized junk that's not really ours, that's just kind of embedded in a society that's full of complex individuals. You can hold space for that while also not letting it in. You being born, it became your birthright to exist. So let yourself hold up that space. And also you being born, 
it became your birthright to be the exact unique individual that you are born to the parents that you are born to the circumstances that you are living in the body that you're in living through the mind and the perspective and the heart that you're in like if you can shine as that version of you think of what that energy could do for you in this season of your life in this chapter of your life and then give that energy to yourself give that love to yourself give that maternal unconditional experience and like openness to yourself so that is my chat today outside of that i'm choosing you guys what's left in my coffee cup and i will talk to all of you guys in next week's chat through the month of july we're having lots of conversations that are really centered around nostalgia so the conversation last week was all about being the version of yourself that younger you would be proud of this one's all about going backwards loving the inner self and allowing that to be part of the maternal nature nurturing energy you give yourself today next week we're going to talk about learning how to forgive our parents because they are human and they are flawed just as we are and then we're going to end july talking about learning how to make friends and just find who your people are as an adult in this life something that again seemed a lot easier to do as children so if you would like to stick around and have those conversations, be sure to hit the subscribe button or you can listen to this podcast on any of your favorite podcast platforms and follow there. If you feel like you got something from today's conversation, it always really helps me as a content creator to engage in it by just thumbsing it up or leaving a comment, even if it's just a little heart or if you're listening to the podcast by giving it a rating. And I think that that's it. I think that's all my due diligence for today. So thank you guys for sticking around, spending your social media currency here and I will talk to all of you guys in our next Coffee Talk chat. Bye!